Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be reflecting on Father's Day, and I'd just like to give you my thoughts. Well, yesterday was Father's Day, and to all the dads in the world, they were probably barbecuing or going out to dinner, going out to lunch, hanging around with their family. I went out to dinner with uh, my wife and uh, my two daughters, Sarah and Zoe. Grace lives in Florida right now. She couldn't make it up. And uh, we went to a, a country club, and we had a little breakfast or brunch, whatever you want to call it. And we, I was watching the um, the guys play golf, probably on Father's Day. That's what they like to do. It's kind of like you, you almost get a pass on Father's Day. You're left alone. People want to do a lot of things for you. They want to make it nice. They want to... Maybe bring you coffee in bed. Uh, they encourage you to sit down, watch a game, or or uh, do whatever you please. And it's nice. It's really nice, you know. And and I enjoyed it. I, I I truly did. And my wife was great to me, and the kids were great as well. So I I had a pretty good day. And uh, Pat asked me. That's my wife. She asked me a question last night. And she said to me, uh, how did you celebrate Father's Day when you were a kid? And you know, I couldn't remember. I didn't know what we did when I was a kid. Now, my dad was, my dad, he died when I was 21. Rough upbringing, went into the service when he was 34 years old came home with post-traumatic stress disorder as we know it now. 
Um, he, we owned a bar. I was raised over a bar. And uh, he had his issues with alcohol, as all the veterans did when they came home from World War II or from any war. And he had his he had his moments where him and I used to go to ball games together. And he was older than a lot of my friends' dad. So he would take me places to do things, but he couldn't do them with me. Because he, he would basically... He came home with uh, from the service with tuberculosis, malaria, and he was rather sick. Um, but the bottom line is he would take me ice skating. He would take me sleigh riding. He'd take me to ball games. He would watch me play Little League, you know, the whole bit. He was really, you know, a guy that tried to participate and did his best. But he died when I was 21. And I and I forget how we celebrated Father's Day. I really do. I don't know that my uh, relationship with him was uh, strained or uh, anything like that. All I can tell you is he uh, he died when I was 21, and I don't remember how we celebrated the day. Not a clue. And... Um, I, th I thought about that for a while, what Pat had said to me. And it, it kind of started to sink in, kind of started to sink in a little bit. And like, how could you not remember? I mean, you're, you know, you were a kid. You had to do something for your dad, you know, uh, when you were younger. I mean, uh, did you buy him something or what'd you do? Don't remember. And it got me thinking a little bit about dads and Father's Day. We know there's a we know there's a Mother's Day. We know that. So we're not um, going to leave moms out, but we know there's a Mother's Day. But yesterday was Father's Day. And I started to think, and I couldn't remember what went on during, you know, when I was, when I was a kid. And I started to think, today's a day for dads. What do people do whose dad is still alive, but who they don't get along with? What do dads do when they don't talk to their children? How hard is that? You got kids that are angry at their fathers, and you got fathers that don't talk to their kids, and it's Father's Day. So what do they do? How do they handle this whole thing? Do they just kind of like block it out of their mind? You know, or do they put themselves in a position of saying, you know, I don't talk to my father. There's nothing that I can do. He never listened. He never listened to me anyway. Or does the father say, you know, my my son or my daughter, they're doing exactly what I don't want them to do right now, you know, so I'm not talking to them. I mean, what do these people do? And it's got to be tough. It's got to be tough. You see, when... 
when we're kids, when we're kids, parents are autocratic or they're permissive, one of the two. And when you have parents that are autocratic and, or they're permissive and there's no balance, there's no rules and regulations and compassion and understanding, sometimes we can get ourselves in a position where we get angry at our parents or we get angry at our dad. And w the minute that we start to get angry at our dad or our mom or whoever it is, or maybe they get angry at us and we don't know how to deal with it, our growth stops. Our growth stops. And we end up leaving home in anger and we leave physically but not emotionally. And there is a giant vacuum inside of every one of us that wants to have a really positive relationship with our parents. And yesterday, it, there was a giant vacuum inside of some folks who really want to have a great relationship with their dad. But they couldn't. They couldn't. There were things that went on in the past that just kept them from communicating. There was too much anger. There were too many things that were said that were just so difficult to overcome. You almost start to believe that it can't be forgiven. Now, I know certain things are hard to hard to forgive. But I, I will tell you this. Forgiveness is for you, not for the person that you're forgiving. And unless you get amnesia, you're not going to forget what they did. Whether it be abuse, whether it be just an argument, whether there's an uncomfortability being around the person, whatever it is, whatever it is, you're not going to forget it. So you can just throw that one to the side. And forgiveness is for you. <clears throat> if you're a kid yesterday, or if you're a dad yesterday, here's the point that I'm going to make to you. Don't wait for somebody to come to you to say, you know, I was really wrong. I'm sorry about what happened you know, uh, and uh, will you forgive me? They're not coming to you. You need to go to them. You have to be the catalyst. And you have to ask for forgiveness for whatever part you had in straining that relationship. Maybe it was only 10%. Because it does you no good. It does you no good. And you see, with kids, let's just say um, you have a situation where uh, a young kid and dad dies. There's a finality to that death. 
the child knows that, you know, dad's not coming back. But let's just say there's a divorce. Or let's just say there's something that goes on and in your mind you say to yourself, I don't talk to my father, I act like I don't have one, that's it. But you know there's no finality because he's still alive. And he knows there's no finality because you're still alive. So the two of you are on the planet. And the point that I'll make to you is the chances are pretty good your dad's going to die way before you do. And what, what you need to realize is that people have a tendency to haunt you from the grave. And that great big vacuum that you have inside of you that needs to be filled by your dad don't let it don't let the time pass where he can't fill the vacuum because he's not on this planet anymore do what you can do to try and repair the relationship with your father and dads do what you can do to try and repair the relationship with your children I happen to be a very blessed, fortunate man who yesterday went out to dinner with all my children that I could have and even my my other daughter in Florida while we were in the car driving. She FaceTimed us. We were talking. Everyone was talking. She just wasn't at dinner with us. I was so, I was very happy that all of that happened and I don't know what I would do if the relationship between me and them was bad. What I do know, one thing, I would work to try and repair it. And I would do my part to make sure that there wasn't anything between us and there wasn't any any uh, conversations that were had. Sometimes the worst conversations that you have are the ones that you think you had when you nothing got settled. But if there's something going on, settle it, straighten it out, love your kids, and kids love your dad. Do what you have to do to make sure that when it's all said and done, nobody has a giant vacuum inside of them. And dads can have one too, because they, they we do, as a father I do, enjoy a relationship with my children, and I always want to have one. And I'm sure that you as children or young adults now enjoy relationships with your dad. And you don't want any big vacuums inside of you when, when your dad is no longer on this earth. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Do yourself a favor. Go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. Take a look at the products, the services, and different things that we have there for you. If you like these podcasts, tell somebody else about it. If you're listening in uh, wherever it is, Apple Podcasts right now, do what you can to see if you can subscribe to it. Okay, I am. I do a podcast five days a week, five days a week, and I'm starting a new podcast that's going to be coming up. 
It's going to be on, I'm going to use Anchor as the platform, but the podcast is going to be uh, the New York Mets 101. I want you to look for that because what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be teaching everyone about the Mets, how they got started, what they're about, their championship seasons, and I'm I'm going to go on some rants and some ra- and some tirades about what's going on right now with this team because I've about had it. But bottom line, it's a podcast that I'm going to be starting. Okay, I'm I'm it's going to be within the next week, and each podcast you hear from me uh, over the course of the next uh, week or so, I'll be giving you some updates on that. My name is Jim Burns. Thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.